Here we go, here we go, here we go on this Monday. Monday, it is the 17th day of May 2021. You, now you have the right station. It's 91.7 WYXR, and this is Real Talk Memphis. I am your humble host, Chip Washington. Very happy to be here. Very happy to have you with us as well. It is pouring down rain uh, <laughs> where I'm at right now, and it waited until I got to the studio, inside the parking structure, got out of my car, getting ready to come in here, and boy, all heck broke loose. So if you are um, out and about in your car and you're listening to us, please be careful out there uh, because the streets are slick and wet. And I guess we're kind of in the midst of some scattered showers this evening, uh, but nonetheless, uh, it is uh, still a very good day. Did you have a good day today? I hope you had a good day today. I hope you had a good weekend and a good week since the last time we corresponded. Um, Adam is here. Marquette is here. The gang is all here tonight, and we're going to have a good show for you, uh, I believe. We're going to talk about uh, uh, some different topics tonight. Uh, they're all varied. None of them are really, you know, um, uh, corresponding with each other. You know, sometimes I do that every now and again. But tonight we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, hearing disorders, uh, that's going to be our first uh, conversation. It's Better Hearing Month, and we're going to have an associate uh, professor uh, from the University of Memphis uh, to talk about Better Hearing and Speech Month. What would you say? What would you say? I said, it's Better Hearing and Speech Month, okay? <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, my uh, second guest is... Uh, County Commissioner, I'm sorry, I had a little brain lock there. County Commissioner Mikhail Lowry is my guest this uh, evening. And he is uh, going to talk about a really, really big time program uh, that he helped to fund through the County Commission uh, called The Final Escape. And he will talk about that and what it's all about and how it is set to help people. And uh, in the next half hour, we are going to talk to a man I guess familiar to many, many, many of us uh, as the voice and the face of the Orpheum Theater for some 35 years as the president and CEO. He is none other than Pat Halloran. And Pat will be here to talk about 
His nonprofit organization, it's called Positively Memphis, and he will tell you all about it and what he is doing to try to help nonprofit groups and organizations in and around the city. But as we uh, do on this show, uh, we always acknowledge the birthdays, the anniversaries, and the special occasions. And I actually have some I want to shout out tonight. And I let them know that I was going to shout them out on the radio. So hopefully they're listening. Um, let's do the birthday thing. For, well, actually, no, let's do the anniversary thing first. Happy anniversary to my cousin, Carlisha Rhodes. She has been married three years to her wonderful husband. And that was actually last week. Now. Um, you know, I've always asked you all to send me information if you have a birthday anniversary or a special occasion coming up. I'm only on the air once a week. I'm on Mondays, every Monday. So whether it's, you know, last week or this week, this past weekend or this week coming up, I will take all of your submissions and we will do our due diligence. Also, a very special happy anniversary to Clark and Melissa Paget. Uh, yes, uh, they are the parents of Adam, and they are celebrating 28 years, 28 years. Yesterday was their wedding anniversary, so happy anniversary, Clark, happy anniversary, Melissa, and happy anniversary, Carlisha. Uh, now, on the birthday side, uh, we have a few here. Actually, I'm going to go back to Friday. Uh, Lydia, who is Lydia Simone, she is my niece, and her birthday was on Friday, May 14th. So happy uh, belated and uh, happy belated birthday to you, my dear niece. And also, uh, my sister uh, celebrated her uh, heavenly birthday on Friday, uh, May fourteenth. Michelle, uh, happy birthday to you! And uh, one of these days, I'm gonna tell you guys the story about all of that. I never knew Michelle. Uh, Michelle uh, has gone home to be with the Lord, but I never knew Michelle. I never knew uh, I had a sister, and I never knew who she was, and I never met her. But that's a whole other story for another show. But happy heavenly birthday to you, Michelle. And my brother, Mike, Michael Anthony Washington, is uh, celebrated his birthday yesterday, May 16th. And uh, uh, thank you all, uh, the folks on Facebook who shouted him out yesterday. Uh, he was very, very... Uh, taken by that. He really appreciated it, and uh, he wanted me to thank all of you who took the time out to uh, wish him a happy birthday on yesterday. Tangela Buford is celebrating a birthday today, and Tangela is a friend of mine. The only problem with her is that she's a Dallas Cowboy fan, but other than <laughs> but other than that, uh, love her to death. She's always been very supportive of my show, and coming up on Thursday, uh, Devon Foster, uh, she, another very, very, very sweet young woman. Uh, her birthday is Thursday, May 20th. So, uh, happy, happy birthday, past, present, and future to all of those I just mentioned. And um, my, my Facebook friend, Linda Harris, is celebrating the graduation of her daughter, Kimberly Harris-Wilson. Class of 2021 from Arkansas State, a.k.a. A State University. She got her master's in nursing. Congratulations uh, to you, Kimberly, and uh, again, uh, to all of those I mentioned. And if you want me to shout you out on this fine radio broadcast, you know, send me a Facebook uh, you know, note, send me a messenger, CWRealTalk at gmail.com and say, Chip, 
Got some big day coming up. Hook a brother up, hook a sister up, however, whatever, whoever. Now, uh, and again, this is a this is a fine month for birthdays. May uh, is a really, really fine month for birthdays. And there's something big coming up at the end of this week, but I'm not exact I have to do some research on that uh, in terms of uh, you know, a big day later on this week. On to news and notes, shall we? Uh, let us talk a little bit about uh, the mask mandate, which has been formally lifted, I guess, here in Shelby County. And uh, a lot of folks are, are very, very happy to be relieved of the mask situation. Uh, many businesses are open full stop now. You don't have to wear a mask inside. I'm talking about, you know, Target uh, today, CVS did it, uh, Sam's did it, uh, Walmart did it. And you're going to start to see every day that more and more businesses are going to relax those uh, restrictions in terms of wearing a mask. We waited a long time for this. Now, this is for folks who are fully vaccinated. You don't have to wear a mask on the inside of a, of a facility or, uh, of course, on the outside as well. So, you know, again, it's the honor system here. You know, a lot of folks probably ain't wearing masks who hadn't thought about taking a shot. But that's, a, that's up to you. And here's where we are. Very simple, very clear, very succinct. It's up to you. You make the decision if you want to get the shot, if you want to wear the mask or don't wear the mask, it's up to you. But on transportation, like trains, planes, automobiles, I mean, trains, planes, and other forms of uh, travel, uh, you are required to wear a, a mask. Uh, the first monthly payment of the expanded child care credit from the American Rescue Plan will be made on July 15th. That basically means that if you have a child uh, under the age of six, you will get an additional $300 per month for each child and up to, 300, uh, up to $250, excuse me, per month for each child age six and above. That starts in July and it goes until the end of the year. Could go longer if Congress decides to you know, to, uh, you know, re-up it, so to speak. Um, the Orpheum Theater here in town uh, is uh, announced its new season today. It starts in October. So if you're a big theater fan, uh, guess what? You can return in October. Uh, the Lion King, Hamilton, Cats, uh, Tootsie, uh, all of these uh, big, uh, big uh, Broadway shows are coming back here to Memphis, Tennessee, courtesy of the uh Orpheum Theater, and again, uh, all the shows start in October. I would imagine you can go to the website and you could find out. Speaking of big events, uh, the Grizzlies are playing the San Antonio Spurs Wednesday night uh, in a play-in game to see if they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, that is Wednesday night, 6.30, here at the FedEx Forum against the San Antonio Spurs uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow, and the Grizzlies announced this afternoon that the 20% capacity has now been raised to 40%. I mean, so we're talking about a few thousand folks in, you know, in there. So if you are lucky enough to get tickets, maximum of four only. Don't be greedy. Uh, you can go on Wednesday night and root on the Grizzlies. And if they win, uh, then um, they have a shot to – play the winner of Golden State and the Lakers to find out actually who's actually going to be in and who's going to go home. So Grizz fans, rise up, so to speak. How about that, right? Okay, now let me uh, end this with uh, <laughs> this bridge, uh, this I-40 bridge update. Uh, that's not a crack, ladies and gentlemen. That's a break. 
if anybody has seen that, that's a break. And, of course, the traffic has all been diverted to I-55 bridge. Um, I'm told it takes at least a couple of hours to get home, cross that bridge from West Memphis, Arkansas. I have that from very good sources that it takes quite a while to get home in the evening time. Not quite so bad in the morning, but it's coming in. That, that coming in traffic is, is, is really what's tough. And also, uh, I'm sure many of you have seen or heard that um, the, the, there have been pictures released uh, and documentation released that has been certified that this break in this bridge or crack or whatever you want to call it um, was known since 2019. The bridge was expected in 2019. It was expected in 2020. And there was no report of crack slash break in that bridge. When there was actual documentation that showed and pictures that showed that that crack was in that bridge in 2019. Needless to say, the, the, the person responsible, the inspector, the one who, who you know, checked things out, um, is no longer employed by the Arkansas uh, Department of Transportation. He lost his job and uh, was uh, summarily fired. So that's Never, never like to hear that. They were talking about criminal charges, but I, I don't see that. That, that doesn't even sound right. Uh, in any event, uh, that's it for the news and notes on this Monday night. What do you say we get into the program, huh? What do you say? We're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, hopefully, we're going to be talking about Better Hearing and Speech Month. This is Real Talk Memphis. I am Chip. You know who you are. Quick break. Right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest? or have a guest idea, then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. This is Bishop Phoebe Rofe of the Episcopal Diocese of West Tennessee. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. at WYXR 91.7 FM to hear conversations with community leaders about the role of faith in their lives. That's Faithfully Memphis right here on WYXR FM. Hi there, this is Zach Ives. My show, A Box of Records, plays every Tuesday night, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., right here on WYXR 91.7 FM, Memphis, Tennessee. Hey Memphis, my name is Ron Buck. I am looking forward to bringing you my show, Riverside, every Friday from 1 to 2 p.m. I will be playing rock and blues, old and new, and featuring Memphis music and events. I hope you'll tune in to Riverside every Friday at 1 p.m. on WYXR 91.7 FM, Raised by Sound. 
You're listening to WYXR 91.7 FM Memphis. This is Nancy, and I hope you'll join me on a musical journey from 2 to 4 p.m. Mondays with Memphis Undercover. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It is the president of Driven Type T, and you're now tuned in to Memphis's own WYXR 91.7 FM. The station with the city soul, man. Come on, you know what it is. <laughs> Remember, never stop. Stay driven. everyone, this is Janet, host of Jaunt with Janet, Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m., bringing you new releases in the rock, pop, and electronic genres with a little bit of the old fused in, all here on WYXR Memphis, 91.7 FM. Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis, ladies and gentlemen, peeps. Chip Washington here, your humble host. Very happy to have you with us on this Monday. And very happy to have uh, my next guest. Uh, He is someone who has really dedicated his life uh, uh, to giving back to others. You know, not only, you know, he comes from a a great family, but, uh, you know, as an elected official, he has really stood out in my in my estimation as somebody who who truly cares about making our community better and he um, is behind a major funding effort for an organization uh, that is going to help uh, some of those folks who have been incarcerated who are out now and trying to live a better life he is county commissioner Mikhail Lowry Mikhail thank you so much for being on the show I really appreciate you man no, thanks for having me, Chip. Thanks for the introduction. That was great. <laughs> well, I know, you know, I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, not only yours, but your but but your mom and your dad. And and of course, as I always do when I talk to you, please give them my best. Are they doing OK? I, w- 
I will do. They're, they're doing just fine. Just spoke with them earlier today as well, so they're doing great. Well, you tell them I said hello. Thank you so much. We'll, I appreciate we'll it. We'll do. Yeah. So listen, man, um, I saw a story uh, yesterday that really got my attention. And, um, you know, as I said, you've always been one to, to, to practice what you preach in terms of outreach to try to help others. And uh, you are behind the funding mechanism through the county, of a quarter of a million dollars for an organization, a new organization uh, called The Final Escape. For those of us who don't know what that is, tell us what it is and what it's all about and how you, um, you hope it helps. Sure, sure. And, and thanks for that. The, the organization, uh, is, the executive director is led by a Bishop uh, David Hall. Yeah. And it's through a program called Life Together. And this has been 20 plus years in the making. So uh, even though the funding is, is has now come to fruition and so they can have uh, physical space and things of that nature, uh, Dr. Hall has been running this organization since 1992. Wow. Uh, so uh, doing a lot of good work in the community. And exactly what you said here, it's, it's, it's going to be a space for ex-offenders to get reacclimated back into society, mm -hmm. uh, to get the resources they need. It's so difficult, as you already know, Chip, uh, for people who uh, have had some offenses, who want to get back and 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 get acclimated back to society, find a job. It is a small the, the the simple things, finding a place to live. Sure, those sure. can be uh, tremendous uh, impediments uh, for ex offenders and can lead to unfortunately going back to uh, the sense of uh, crime and things of that nature. They have them re-entering the system. So uh, while obviously. Um, you know, combating crime, doing all we can uh, to keep our communities safe is important, and 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 we got to continue to do that. We also need to also have resources available for those to make sure that they don't reoffend and then can reassimilate uh, back into the community. Extraordinarily important, and uh, it, it it very much needed. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we are speaking with County Commissioner Mikhail Lowry, and we're talking about. The final escape, and that is, you know, I, when I, that title honestly uh, really caught me in, in in terms of of if if you really look behind, you know, the words to what the real message is that that uh, that the bishop and and you all are trying to 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 get out to, especially those who are challenged as ex offenders. No, you're right. I mean, that's um, what what a heck, what a what a title yeah. to call a program, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the final escape, and especially for you talking about uh, ex offenders, um, let this be your final escape, yeah. and let yeah. let this program lead you on a path to where uh, that life is behind you. Uh, that you know, there are people out there that have made mistakes, uh, and and uh, they've paid their debt to society, uh, as as we want everyone to do, because we want our communities to be safe. But once someone has paid their debt and 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 paid their debt society and they need opportunities to have a better life and this is the final escape from the life they once led and uh, that's why i was so happy uh to lead uh the sponsorship of this program and obviously also too it's in my district it's in my backyard it's right. Uh, um, it's right uh, in south memphis uh not too far around the corner from lemoyne on college where i attended exactly. and so that mm -hmm. community has done and continues to done so much for me so i'm glad to just support anyway i can a quarter of a million dollars mikhail is a lot of money that's a lot of funding what uh what can we expect in terms of the programmatics uh to to be able to do with all that that's that's so uh, that's a that that really is 
a, a very good start. Sure, sure, and I'll let you, let the listeners know that it's not all one. It's not a lump sum no, of course, payment. Uh-huh. So, so there's there's certain other things that have to be done for that as well. Um, so we we started with a kickoff start of a hundred thousand, um, and again, that's for the facility. And the good thing about that too is it's housed in an NAACP uh, building as right, well. Right. So renovations, things of that nature, as you know, that's costly. Yeah. Uh, um, administrative support uh, is costly, but also now this gives them opportunity to hire people they're looking for people uh, to give people jobs in this organization as well um, setting up the programs um, as well as uh, transportation is the things that we think that we I say we take for granted because they're so easily accessible to us but just certain supplies and cleaning utensils things of that nature and things that you and I go to the store and buy anytime we need to but as someone coming out of a program like that that doesn't have a job uh that doesn't have sources of income buying just the bare essentials daily can really be a hassle and you really have you dependent on others or have you even looking to go back to life that what you must live so getting these type of uh of just basic supplies and also having training interview job where uh, job skills um, clothing. How many people you think have clothing that can yeah. go right into an interview or go uh, go for back to school programs? So it's just essential such as that that helps kind of meet the individual where they are. Are there training uh, programs uh, incorporated uh, inside of of everything you just mentioned as well? You know, you talked about the fact that you know this job training they have to they have to prepare you know to reinsert themselves in society, and and part of that is being able to present yourself uh, in, in a certain way. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Life Together has partnered with several organizations that are willing to give training. Uh, to people who meet certain criteria from the program. Yeah. Um, again, it's it's not this is not a program where you anyone can just show up and they say, okay, here we'll place you. No, you have to demonstrate uh, uh, certain attributes and certain willingness to to go through the, the steps and graduate. Uh, there, in fact, there was a graduation uh, where 28 member uh, 28 uh, people graduated from this program. And uh, the great thing about at the grand, grand opening, the sheriff said, hey, I'm ecstatic because that means there's 28 people that won't be returning to my facilities, to the jails. And that's the goal. So once they grow through these programs, graduate, it's all of a process through training, through mentorship, uh, then uh, where they can hopefully be placed at some place that helps give them a better start, uh, a better restart, so we say. So again, this isn't something where someone could just show up and say, hey, uh, give me a job or do whatever. No, there's a program, a step program you have to go through and follow through with Life Together. And uh, Bishop Hall and, and, his, and the director there, Yvonne uh, Nelson, are doing a great work uh, in that community. We are speaking with County Commissioner Mikhail Lowry about the final escape program that he uh, helped to fund through the County Commission uh, to the tune of $250,000. And uh, you mentioned uh, Bishop Hall, and he's been doing this for a long time. And uh, I guess my one of, uh, one of the questions I was thinking about is in terms of what makes a successful program, what as this thing moves along and it evolves and you see, you know, uh, you know where things are moving, what would spell success uh, not only to the bishop but to you as well in this program? 
You know, that, that that's a good question. It's, it's always twofold for me. I, I, I like to look at data, right? So, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, when, you, when you're spending the county's resources, which is all of our tax dollars, uh, how is that going to be better beneficial uh, for the community? And how does that, you know, make our lives better? So, you know, what spells success for us, obviously, looking at the data, the number of people that have the program and the success rate. Uh, uh, the success rate where they can have there's a success rate of a certain amount of time where there's no re-entry uh, back into our um, our jail systems mm-hmm. uh, uh, people that are getting jobs and going forward and then also we look at how that impact is going to have on that community as well um, you know does that do, do we see crime numbers decrease because of programs like this in the area. So that's something that we can point to from the Memphis Police Department and also looking at Sheriff's Department from a jail standpoint to see, do we see some uh, a decrease uh, in crime or decrease uh, in in gang activity and what have you. Now, again, those are lawfully goals, yeah, right? But sure. we have to start somewhere. You yeah. have to start You have to start with the program. Nothing's going to get done if we just continue to, to have, have the status quo. So we need programs like the final escape, like life together, uh, not only in the South Memphis community, but in communities all over. There are other community, other programs doing similar work uh, in Frazier as well. Life Lounge is a success with DeAndre Brown, and so we need yeah, to have yeah, these guy. things replicated throughout the community, uh, so we can see the impact and the, and the positive impacts going to have uh, on those individuals, and hopefully that in turn has a positive impact for on our citizens. And Mikhail, you're, you're you're a kind of what's next kind of guy, you know. That, that that's when I think about you, that that that's kind of what I think about, like what's next. Okay, so we're kind of in the budget season, and let's just kind of turn the pendulum just a bit to talk about uh, county business, uh, the, the 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 county of Shelby, you know, where we are, uh, where we're going, uh, what lies ahead. I mean, obviously, you know. We have challenges. You all deal with things, uh, you know, each and every week, you know, new challenges. What What is really on your radar? What would you like to see? What direction would you like to see the county commission go? Uh, and in turn, Shelby County go? Yeah, we, we had a lot of competing priorities, Chip. Um I tell you, you're right. We're right in 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 this midst of budget season, right. and and what's next for us? Obviously, our largest priority uh, goes to our schools, uh, in in education. Um, there there are a lot of schools that, again, just need a lot of maintenance and also uh, a lot of resources that for our students. You know, we just had a a full year, as you know, of uh, well, ending the full year of virtual, in-person, hybrid, right. and and uh, that's also though been almost a year where some of our buildings haven't had the maintenance they need and things of that nature, and and some of the programs have been deferred. So uh, we need to make sure that we're on the on on the right track of making sure the schools have the resources they need to continue uh, to help our students be successful as they can. Uh, that's a huge priority for us. Um, you know, one thing that kind of got put on the back burner, well, I, I'll use that term. I'll, I'll let you talk to other commissioners. They may not say back burner, but, but, but you know, we were, we were really focused on, uh, on some of us for transportation mm-hmm. and what we can do to have a better transit system uh, in, the, in the county. Uh, and obviously, you know, we would say the city, but the, the county as well. So, so we were focused on that. And then again, we went into a pandemic and that kind of, you know, priorities have to shift. We have to, we have to move resources where, where they're needed. So uh, those are things I, I, that, that, 
I look forward to uh, seeing come back again and, and, and where we can and have the best impact. Uh, all of our communities uh, have projects that that are that are that are needed again competing priorities regional one that's a big ticket item for us as well something that you know we all don't think about on, on a daily basis but regional one has such uh, does such great work and has a tremendous impact uh, not only for the county but for the region uh, being one of the, the the only burn units here in the region and we, we, we have people from Arkansas and even Missouri and, and uh, obviously Mississippi that comes over that comes to regional one and so we have to make sure that the infrastructure and the needs there are set as well and again that's not something we have to deal with every year but uh, it's something that's coming to fruition now so those things that we have to make sure that we're taking care of because as you know uh, public health uh, is the uh, county's responsibility. Yeah, and uh, you know, I was, I was, I was just, just thinking about a couple of things when you were talking there, and you know, clearly this pandemic has changed our lives forever, and uh, we've never seen it before. We probably never see it again. Um, but I want to talk a little bit just before we, before I let you get out of here, about. Um, you know, crime is a big issue, and you know, a lot of, you 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 can't pigeonhole it to just a city or just various pockets. You know, I mean, it's you know, Memphis is in Shelby County, and right. Shelby County, you know, is is our municipality and one that 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 you help to oversee. What's your take on where we need to go, and uh, the fact that we you know have a new police chief coming? But I know that the police chief can't solve the problems that we um, face on a daily basis. That's why I think your program is so incredibly important. But talk a little bit about the challenges that lie ahead in terms of of that. Well, they 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 still remain, uh, Chip. Um, you know, again, before I talk about the where we're going, I, well, I want to congratulate uh, Director Rollins on a, on a, on a long and, and, yes. and career with with the city. That that is a thankless job yes. at some time yeah. and um, well-deserved uh, for, for him. But uh, I am, I am glad to see that there, uh, that, that we do have a, a new uh, police chief and looking forward to her vision and, and what she ha- has um, in store for the department and how we can decrease crime in our communities. You're right. It's just, it, the police chief can't do it by themselves. So that's why we need programs like the final escape life together and other programs throughout, throughout the County. Um, but you know, the County commission is committed to um, supporting there wherever we can. So chip, as you may, as you know, but your listeners may not know. So for the first time ever, uh, and county, the county's gotten involved with uh, uh, purchasing additional um, police cameras, uh, right. cameras for throughout the county, right. and so those will be implemented. Now we had hit the pandemic, and so again, a lot of things happened, um, you know, during the pandemic that just put things um, on pause right. uh, from a standpoint. Right. But um, we have that uh, in our but in our budget item, those have been. Um, uh, secured, so we're going to have additional uh, cameras throughout our county. Now, that doesn't—it's—it's yeah, it's not a prevention for all crime, but we hopefully that's a deterrent. And it, as you talk to a lot of people who live on neighborhoods, they love if they had—they had a camera on the street or an intersection because they know they that 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 is a deterrent to a certain extent. So we're trying to help out where we can there uh, from a standpoint, but also to, um, you know. These programs like Life Together hopefully will help people not re-entry 
um, we enter the you know a life of crime. But we need uh, to do whatever we can to support our sheriff and to support our new police chief to make sure that we can do something about these things now. Um, one thing that we're doing in, from a county standpoint is our is our uh, summer jobs program. And so we're trying to make show younger people, especially there are other opportunities here to giving jobs, um, showing the mentor, showing another way of life. And hopefully if you touch them early, uh, you don't have to worry about those things of, as a life of crime. I, I'm thankful for the career I have and it started all because of an internship. So hopefully that could be the same for someone else. So those are things that we're doing. It's not a magic, uh, uh, magic stick chip to it. As you know, we've been to solve this issue if we can. So we just have to keep adding value where we can one community at a time programs at a time like life together final escape and i'm i'm, I'm eager to talk to anybody that is doing good work uh that has a track record uh of doing this work to where we can be uh, just instrumental to them as well to helping them do this work to help us uh get crime decrease as much as we can in our county well, I got to tell you something, my friend. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to uh, talk to us about a variety of, uh, of, of topics. Uh, but more importantly, um, your continued effort to try to, to, to make things better for all of us here uh, in Shelby County. And congratulations on the funding for the Final Escape Program. And as always, you are welcome back here anytime. And I really appreciate you. Thanks, thanks again for having me. And again, appreciate all you do as well. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. Talk to you. County Commissioner Mikhail Lowry, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we really appreciate uh, everything that he uh, has done and continues to do to try to make things better for all of us here in Shelby County. Now, we had a little bit of a glitch earlier in terms of our, our guests for, for a speech and hearing. We're going to try to reschedule that interview, but hopefully coming up, we have Pat Halloran. Pat is, of course, the longtime leader of the Orpheum Theater as president and CEO, but he has a different um, challenge these days. He has a different uh, goal in mind, something that he is trying to do to help nonprofit groups and organizations here in the city of Memphis and Shelby County. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Orpheum and Positively Memphis, which is his new nonprofit organization. After we take a quick break, this is Real Talk Memphis. I am Chip Washington. And I'm very happy to have you with us on this Monday. We're going to take another quick break, and we will be right back. You're listening to Real Talk with Chip Washington. If you're celebrating a birthday, anniversary, or special occasion, shoot him a note and he'll read it on the air. Get involved and tell somebody about Real Talk. We'll be right back. You're listening to WYXR 91.7 FM Memphis. This is Nancy, and I hope you'll join me on a musical journey from 2 to 4 p.m. Mondays with Memphis Undercover. This is Bishop Phoebe Rofe of the Episcopal Diocese of West Tennessee. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. at WYXR 91.7 FM to hear conversations with community leaders about the role of faith in their lives. That's Faithfully Memphis right here on WYXR FM. Super. 
Yo, what up, what up, what up? It is the president of Driven Type T, and you're now tuned in to Memphis' own WYXR 91.7 FM. The station with the city soul, man. Come on, you know what it is. <laughs> Remember, never stop. Stay driven. Hey Memphis, my name is Ron Buck. I am looking forward to bringing you my show, Riverside, every Friday from 1 to 2 p.m. I will be playing rock and blues, old and new, and featuring Memphis music and events. I hope you'll tune in to Riverside every Friday at 1 p.m. on WYXR 91.7 FM, Raised by Sound. Everyone, this is Janet, host of Jaunt with Janet, Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m., bringing you new releases in the rock, pop, and electronic genres with a little bit of the old fused in, all here on WYXR Memphis 91.7 FM. Hi there, this is Zach Ives. My show, A Box of Records, plays every Tuesday night, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., right here on WYXR 91.7 FM, Memphis, Tennessee. Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday. I'm Chip Washington. Pat. Halloran, if you can hear me, uh, check your Zoom. We sent you a private message through Zoom as to how to get in contact with the show uh, with a phone number. So please dial that phone number and we can uh, get you on the air and uh, do the interview. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, we sent it to you. So if you can hear me or Shelby, if you can hear me, uh, have Pat call me uh, at the number that we sent through the private Zoom. And uh, we should be able to uh, commence. It begins with a two. It's 901 and the first number is two. And go from there. 
Uh, in the meantime, uh, we will uh, continue to carry <laughs> continue to carry on, ladies and gentlemen. You know, every now and again, uh, you know, you have you know challenges in life, and you have challenges in love and work and career, and you have challenges on the radio too. Every now and again, so but we'll uh, we're we're endeavoring to try to get things clear. If I, um, um, that, that's okay. We got to like. No, no. <laughs> well, you know what? Robbie's here. Robbie Grant is here. From, hey, Chip. Hey, How you doing? Hey, man. Good, 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 good. <laughs> so, 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 listen. Uh, you have an event going on tonight uh, in terms of recruiting um, folks um, to be a part of this fine radio station via talent via volunteers. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we uh, we're we're, right, we're actually right in the middle of it right now. Our programmer information session. Um, which uh, we're actually recording. So if you are interested in having a, a show, we're going through a whole um, a whole uh, 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 thing for that right now. So we will send the link out. And that's and apologies to the to the real talk audience. We we actually double booked the Zoom room that you're using now to have calls. So uh, appreciate everybody's patience and and uh, uh, and you know we're excited to get a whole new uh, get some new. Uh, 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 proposals in and hear what the, some of the other communities got but chip you're not going anywhere you're staying here man six to seven well, monday I, nights i appreciate that it's nice to know. ladies and gentlemen this is the station manager right here this is the man that makes the decision so you heard him say that we're, we're sticking around for, for a while so but but listen now you're recruiting is this sort of um the, uh, i guess it, it, through the natural ascension of i guess comings and goings or are you just building uh, are you we're just building build i mean we're, really, we're, we're we're not really i mean we've got a really great group of of inaugural programmers yeah, that, we really, really that we launched with yeah. and so you know but we didn't launch with the full schedule I mean, we're, you know, we've, we've got in, we've got some spots. We've had a couple of people that have had to roll off just for personal reasons or whatever. So, um, you know, we've got, we've got room and we're just looking for, you know, interesting ideas and, um, you know, stuff like that. So, so, you know, when we, when we think about, uh, WYXR, which is really starting to take off, I mean, not just, you know, here in town, um, by the uh, overwhelming success of the pledge campaign, again, congratulations! Thank you, thank uh, you on that. Thanks to y'all too for all your help and that fun show we did. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a great show. I had a good time. But um, you know, I mean, obviously, we're seeing uh, c- continued growth, and we're con- we're seeing uh, continued movement in this direction. Is there a sense from you, as you've been doing this now for you know nine months, uh, you know, getting close to a year? Is, is there a sense that this type of radio station, the type of programming that we have is something that that is that we might see more of in the future? Or is it too early to really even tell as you continue to evolve the process of what you're doing? Well, I just I know that commercial radios, you know, it's been hit really hard yeah. even before the pandemic. I mean, kind of along with newspapers and stuff like that. So if you look to somewhere like, you know, in Memphis, you look at the Daily Memphian. I mean, it plays a pretty large role now as a nonprofit news organization versus a commercial yeah. news organization. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, for us, you know, we're we're a little we're analogous to that in that way. Um, you know, so I just think that you know we it's it's a community service. It's a nonprofit. You know, I think that you know people are going to be um, you know people's interests are fragmented now. You know, I mean, people are interested in a lot of different stuff across a lot of different genres, et cetera. So I think we're you know we're contributing to that and kind of feeding that that need for 
finding stuff new, discovery, new songs, new new interesting topics to talk about on the air and stuff. So. There seems also to be, depending on uh, where you listen and who you listen to, you know, a lot of stations come and go. I mean, we do have a, a solid base of radio stations in this town, right. you know, FM, AM, the whole nine yards. Right. But there are stations that actually come and go right. uh, in terms of trying to figure out formatting and situation. How, diffi- <laughs> how, how difficult is that? How difficult is that? Well, I mean, we we kind of we call ourselves formatless, so we don't have to worry about <laughs> changing formats. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every, you know, every hour, every couple hours, you know, the format changes. I mean, after you, I mean, actually, after this, there's more talking, but before it, it was it's a 20 and 30 before your show it's a 30s hot jazz show you know so so you know we're we're that's that's what that's uh about so yeah well you know like like i said before um you know i I really enjoy yeah yeah no that's right i really enjoy being here and i really enjoy doing what we're doing and like i said you know robbie's bouncing back and forth and back and forth and uh and um, you know we're doing we're we're doing we're doing various we're doing various things around here today. They're actually doing a recruiting session for um, you know new talent. So if you are in the in the mindset of new talent, if you are in the mindset of perhaps thinking about wanting to produce a show, uh, you know we can you know we can we can go with that. Y'all give me a second. I'm trying to. I'm looking here. I'm getting messages from different people and I'm trying to figure out uh, you know what's happening in terms of my God, my links and everything else so I tell you what we're gonna do we're gonna take another quick break and uh, when we come back we're gonna try to close the show out in fine form and fashion this is real talk Memphis and by the way uh, the people who we did not get on this week we will get back on next week I promise you that okay take a quick break Adam this is real talk Right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest? or have a guest idea, then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. everyone this is janet host of jaunt with janet wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m bringing you new releases in the rock pop and electronic genres with a little bit of the old fused in all here on wyxr memphis 91.7 fm luckily you got the gift of gab Yo, what up, what up, what up? It is the president of Driven Type T, and you're now tuned in to Memphis's own WYXR 91.7 FM. Station with the city soul, man. Come on, you know what it is. <laughs> Remember, never stop. Stay driven. Peace. You're listening to WYXR 91.7 FM Memphis. This is Nancy, and I hope you'll join me on a musical journey from 2 to 4 p.m. Mondays with Memphis Undercover. 
Hey Memphis, my name is Ron Buck. I am looking forward to bringing you my show, Riverside, every Friday from 1 to 2 p.m. I will be playing rock and blues, old and new, and featuring Memphis music and events. I hope you'll tune in to Riverside every Friday at 1 p.m. on WYXR 91.7 FM, Raised by Sound. Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis. Chip Washington on this Monday, and listen, I I was just told that. See, this is what this is. This is a lesson in in production one on one. I always turn the mics off, but I heard that you guys could hear everything we were talking about between you know the, you know in the break there. But you know, hey, you know we have good, friendly, clean conversation around here, so you know you didn't hear anything that was out of out of line or out of order. Next week. Uh, we will have the ones on the program that were supposed to be on tonight. Apologies to you, the listening audience, and even for our folks out there who couldn't get through tonight for various reasons. Uh, guest, uh, we will have you back next week. Uh, I promise, and everything will go crystal clearly and smoothly as well. Uh, we're on a lot of different platforms out there via the podcast situation, and uh, really happy to to be able to 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 do that. And, uh, you know, the opportunity to be able to come and share information uh, is, is valuable and important. Uh, so that's why I emphasize so much on my social media platforms that if you have a, a guest idea, topic or suggestion uh, to please reach out and get in touch with me because there are no small stories, only small people. And you need to you need to be able to 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 let us know what you're doing. There are many stories out there. There are many people who are doing things out here in the community that we don't know about or we need to know more about. And I want to be able to share that from a Memphis perspective. Uh, never lose track of the fact that this is a Memphis produced radio show. And we are in Memphis, Tennessee, and most of the issues uh, and things that we discuss, you know, are based uh, from our home base here in Memphis. But a lot of the issues that come from that, you know, are uh, don't have geographical boundaries. You know, I mean, this is a coast to coast situation here. And a lot of the topics and a lot of the uh, stories and things that we hear, you know, may be, um, you know, isolated, you know, in part in Memphis, Tennessee, but um, they have uh, national ramifications, you know, as well. So really contribute to the show, how you can contribute to the show besides listening, because I know they're listening for an hour, even with somebody, you know, as versatile and great behind the mic as me, can be a little tiring every now and again. So that's why, you know, it's always good to have great guests on the show. And we have had some tremendous guests in the two plus years I've been doing this show. And I am very uh, grateful to everyone who has said yes. And uh, more importantly, who has reached out to uh, either Robbie 
or JB or myself to say, hey, you know, we'd like to, you know, we know about this uh, real talk thing you got going on and we'd like to come on and do some real talking about XYZ and, and the whole nine yards. But uh, we will have Pat Halloran on next week and we will try to see if we can have a conversation about better hearing and speech month because we'll still actually be in the month of May come next week. So um, we hope that you tune in for that. And we also are going to talk uh, about literacy as well. I just thought about that. I got a couple of, I need to, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I actually have four people for next week. So I'm going to have to do some, some, some wazzle dazzle and some changing. Uh, by the way, Memphis Grizzlies play Wednesday night. This is a very, very, very big game. If they win, they can play, play one more game to play themselves into the playoffs this year. So we need, all 40% capacity of the FedEx Forum full. And they're giving away growl towels, by the way, as well. Adam, play us out um, as uh, we uh, wrap up another Monday. And I'm looking to see if the, the weather is, is, is any better. It still looks wet out there. I don't know if it's still raining out there or not because it was monsooning when I came in here. But listen, thank you very much for your time for your attention. Thank you, Mikhail Lowry, County Commissioner, for coming on the show tonight and talking to us about a variety of uh, subjects, including the final escape program that he helped to fund. I continue to try to get better at this every week. I continue to try to, to do the best job I can to try to inform as many people as I can, but I need your support, your encouragement to help me do it. So if you like what you hear, even for a few minutes, call and tell somebody. Go out and tell somebody. You know how I always say, go out and tell somebody. So in the meantime, in between time, for Adam, for Marquette, for Robbie, for JB, and for Chip, this is Real Talk Memphis, and we are out.